we've been going an hour and we're nowhere near no finish with the news no we barely started <laughs> all right enough jerk stories <laughs> i'll do a separate podcast jerk stories with coconut <laughs> Send us a letter. Where the letter. Fuck? Oh my God. Let's not go that far back in time, okay, dude? Send us a correspondence, an email, or something, and let us know. Let me know. Do you want to hear more jerk stories? Let me know. Let me know. As a matter of fact, you know what? I just want to look it up right now. And maybe not. All right. <laughs> All right. Next thing. I got. Uh, did you tell me before, or did you say something that Great Scream 5 is in de- development right now? It's in, I think it's in development and talks to be developed. It's in it's in development well, right yeah. now. And Neve Campbell is the one. She admitted that she's in talks. Okay, to and coming back, back for for Screen Five, Scream Five. So now, because all that started, people have gone to social media and have been questioning past actors from the Scream franchise if they're going to be involved in it. Yeah. So they asked Matthew Lillard, who but he died. Shaggy in the Scooby Doo movies, yeah. and Stu in the first uh, Scream movie. If he's coming back, he was like, "I'd love to come back." I don't know how it's going to happen, yeah. but I would definitely love to come back. And I was like, yeah, I was like, he fucking killed the shit out she of dropped, She dropped the TV she on dropped his head. She dropped the TV on his fucking head. Yeah. And it went, <sighs> so I don't know. I don't know how they would bring him back. He was like, chances are they're not going to. Yeah. He goes, but if they gave me a call. In a, in a, in a flashback memory, maybe. 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 But, but he's old as shit, though. Yeah. So they can't, they can't, unless they do that fucking, the CGI de-aging yeah. stuff. Um, also, they asked David Arquette uh, if he's been asked. And he was like, well, I know what's happening. He goes, I haven't heard anything. They haven't asked me or anything. He was like, yeah. He goes, if 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 they did ask me, I'd love to be a part of it. He was, and he he went back into talking about how that's where he met his ex, Courtney Cox. Yeah, and they got together and the whole thing and and how their whole relationship kind of mirrored uh, their relationship on screen. And mm. you know, it was pretty cool to come back and revisit that. He was like, but you know, he'd love to see where the characters are now. Yeah. Um. But he said, right now, he's heard that it's in development. He hasn't heard anything. Uh, they haven't called him or anything. So right now. Screen Five's in development. Neve Campbell's the only one that's in talks to, to, talk to, to comprise her role of Sydney Prescott. Sydney, you know, Neve Campbell's another one though. Who I'm not, I'm not too sure if, like, I found her attractive, but not sexy, but not well. I like think she was cute. She, but had she, that, was, she had that good girl like quality. That's why she did the movie Wild Things because she wanted to get rid of that uh, of Wild Things. She wanted to get rid of that 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 that. But even Wild Things didn't do it for me. No. Denise Richards, on the other hand. Oh, oh my God, yeah. Oh. The Noxima girl. And that thing, mm. she was ridiculous. Mm. But yeah, Neve Campbell, I mean, all right. Yeah. All right. What else you got? Um, well, what you, what you talked about earlier, I guess the uh, CW released their first uh, poster for Superman and Lois. Okay. All right, I saw it's pretty cool, except I think they did a little better job with the suit this time. Mm-hmm. There's no bunching up now. That fucking thing is fitted. That thing is fitted onto his chest. We'll see see when the show happens. You're going to have to bunch up of the the, the chest. And we should trust her. Oh, God. Mm -mm. Because you know that's that's one thing you hated. Mm -hmm. Uh, One more thing here, because on a cross segue to that, is that the CW president announced that in 2021, the CW will have a crossover. It will be Batman and Batwoman. I mean, Superman and Batwoman will be having their crossover. It's going to be a two-show crossover. It won't so be like, like a weird, one. like an alternate world's finest. World's finest, yeah, okay. yeah. 
probably almost there. It'd be cool if they try to do like a somewhat public enemy type storyline. That would be cool. That would be cool. But um, I don't know if Batwoman's going to be around long enough for that. I'm sure she will. Because that show Listen, is... Legends of Tomorrow is still on, so oh. we're, we're good. Black Lightning's least... still on, so... Oh, it's because it's got a message. A message? What, Black Power? Yeah. <laughs> oh, get it? Black Power? I don't want no social... Electricity? Power? Oh, God. Black Power? Get it? Someone come Black and get Power, you. Lightning someone, Bolt? Someone come and get your boy. Someone come and get your boy. Come on, man. Black. Yeah. I like my men. Blackity black, y'all. Black, y'all. What do you got? Uh, actually, to piggyback on what you said, Lois, uh, Superman and Lois is set to premiere on the same, the, the, the same uh, upfronts that they announced that they were going to do the crossover. Superman and Lois is set to premiere January 2021. Oh, that's, so this January, we'll be getting, uh, we'll be getting Superman so and they, Lois. Have they, have they filmed most of it, or are they going to rush it? Or? No, I'm sure they started filming. I'm okay. sure they, they've been filming it. Even though during this whole, because like, a lot of other shows have. No. Like The Flash just had its season finale. Yeah. Um, but it was, what they did is they couldn't, they couldn't film the last couple episodes and they couldn't film the finale yeah. because of the whole shutdown. So this episode that they considered the finale, that was, that was what, they, what they pushed out. So it, it left on a little bit of a cliffhanger. I'm not too interested in the story, the storyline. Yeah. Uh, but you know it is what it is. Uh, I don't know if it's going down, if it's going up, or what. But eh, eh. Now, this piece of news. What do we got? When I tell you that my dick got so hard, doesn't take much for reading that. Dude. What doesn't take much for that? Listen, I'm middle aged now. <laughs> All right? A swift breeze. It, does, it doesn't. No, a swift breeze does not do it anymore. <laughs> not do it. A random thought does not do it anymore. <laughs> All right. All right. Like now, like I literally, like if, 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 if the way I am now, why am I talking about this? <laughs> if the way I am now, if I was like that back then in the days of the, <gasps> I would never get to jerk it. I'd be sitting there for like five hours trying to get a nut off and it would probably be dust. It'd be one of two things. Either it'd be dust or I would be so backed up that it would just, it would drown me. It would drown me. Man, I haven't gotten this vulgar on an episode in a really, really, really long time. <laughs> Standards of practice is revenge. Coconut's revenge right here for censoring him in that one episode. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. You know what? I think it's because I had a bad day yesterday. Yeah. And just today, it's just all coming, coming out. out. Yes. All right. But um, AMC purchased the rights to Anne Rice's Vampire Chronicles and Ooh. the Mayfair Witches. Eighteen titles total. Can we be getting a show? That's what I think. I think we're going to be getting a show. I think we're going to be getting shows. We're going to be getting movies. We're going to be getting all that shit. Because I think I, I think I mentioned on one of the previous episodes that Anne Rice was shopping around. Yes, yes, Vampire yes, you did. Yes, and fucking AMC, AMC got it up. I think they scooped it up for like twenty million. So we're going to be getting, we're going to be getting an interview with the vampire, vampireless, no. them not the devil, queen of the damn. Most oh, of you know that Altos, like we're going to be getting all of it. Most of you know that we're geeks. I love comic books, but if I had to be stuck in a quarantine with only a certain books to read, it would be Anne Rice books. Absolutely. If you've never read Chronicles of the Vampire, you're stupid. You've got to get those fucking books. You have to. She is her. Oh my god, I love all her the books. Storytelling is, uh like, and it flows easily, and they're easy reads, too. That's, That's what the, I like I, about it. Yes. They're cinematic, too. They're cinematic, but they're easy to read. 
that's how that's how it was. That's how kind of how I got hooked on the the Harry Potter books. Okay, the Harry Potter books. When Harry Potter, I'm not gonna be one of those people and be like, oh yeah, I was into Harry Potter before everybody else. Bullshit. I was into Harry Potter after everybody else was into it. After I see people reading the books, I'm like, what the fuck is this? White people reading kids a kids book. And one of my friends, when I worked at a call center years and years ago, he was reading uh, the first one, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And I was like, all right, I go, why are you reading a kid's book? Is it really that good? What's the big deal? And he told me, he was like, it is such an easy read. He goes, it's so, it's so easy to go through. And it's so, it's so, it's good and it's compelling, but it's not, you don't have to think too much about it. He goes, and literally you can visualize what you're reading in the page super easy. And, and, and that's exactly what it is. And then I read the first one. And man, the way she writes, for some reason, although especially when I read um, about the vampire Lestat, when I read that book, ooh, so good. That's probably one of my favorites. The tension, the 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 the, the dread, everything I felt reading. Yeah, the situations because she would explain the situation. Yeah, like in a theater, everybody in the in the crowd, white mask, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Can you picture that? And yeah, the person yeah. standing on stage, and you're like, you're thinking about all this shit, and you're just like, holy fuck. And you start getting little hairs in the back of your head. Yeah. Your neck starts standing up, and you're like, yeah. "Damn, yeah." Again, Anne Rice. I've read, I've ah. read all, I've read all the Vampire Chronicles books. Then I started reading the new Vampire Chronicles. I kind of fell off after a while. Well, yeah. After Vampire Armand, I think was yes. was was the last one that I read, and then she did a couple more after that. Um, but I mean, I've read the original Vampire Chronicles at least each book at least three times. Yes. And uh, what was it? Interview with the Vampire, Vampire Lestat, Queen of the Damned. Tale of the Body Thief and Memnock the Devil. Yeah, Paul, every book was good. Every book, like even Tale of the Body Thief, yes. which is kind of like an offshoot story, story. where, you know, uh, this fucking, this fucking uh, 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 um, just beast or whatever that, 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 that steals your body, like ended up stealing Lestat's body, body and traded bodies with him. And Lestat was human. <laughs> and, you know, just describing a, a, the shit that he had to do as a human that he forgot how to, to do, do like taking a piss <laughs> or taking a shit or eating or having sex. Like the way, like the, the way Anne Rice described it or have had Lestat describe it. Like you're like, Holy shit. Holy shit. Like, mm -hmm. like you can, you can feel it. You can feel it. And just, just the writing and all the characters. And then I'm, I'm sorry, but she's one of the first people that did uh, 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 a, a shared universe, universe. A shared universe, yeah. You know, a shared universe. Yeah. Because then she threw it, she threw the Vampire Chronicles. Then she did the Mayfair Witches. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't read all the Mayfair Witches books. Um, I've read, I've read a couple. I read Taltos and I read, I, fuck. I think I read one. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I read two of them. And then I was like, all right, this isn't as good as a, as a Vampire Chronicles. Night. But then you had characters from, from Interview with the Vampire, Empire. uh, or the Vampire Chronicles. In, in the Mayfair yeah. Witches books and vice versa. Yep. Like, oh God, it's so good. So I am super excited. I'm, I'm one of those people too. I was very pleasantly surprised with, with uh, Neil Jordan's fucking interview with the vampire when it came out with Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. I and was. Tony I, Banderas. Yes, I was. I was. A, because, I mean, you didn't think, I didn't think they were going to do it justice. Well, neither did I. I don't, whenever, I've, I. Re whenever I've read a book, and I've watched the movie. I don't ever think it's going to do it justice because, again, your imagination is going to be worse than mm -hmm. what you can see on the screen. Yeah. Um, even for me, when I, like, Bram Stoker's Dracula, I read that movie when the, when the book came out. When the, I mean, I read the book when the movie came out. Yeah, say you were alive when the <laughs> fucking book came out? I watched the movie, and I'm like, oh, that's not, a, like, that's not as bad as, like, what I thought at all. Like, your head goes somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. And the fact that I read that book when I was a kid and I checked it out of the fucking library. Yeah. <laughs> without nobody knowing. Oh. 
because I was in like the senior section because in that library we had where we could go. Yeah. And then you had where the seniors had, you know, free liberty to go into the other yeah, section. Yeah, so you had like the kids' books on one side, and you had young adult books. Yes. On the other side. Yeah. So the 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 librarian was dealing with somebody else, and I'm like, <laughs> I went over there, and I'm like, oh, what's this? <laughs> I, all I saw was you know, Bram Stoker's like Dracula. I'll take this one. Nice. Left my library card and walked the fuck out. Nice. Yeah. I, it just, <clears throat> I can't wait. Like the movie, I thought the movie did it justice. The only thing I was a little like. Eh, with uh, they cast Antonio Banderas as Armand, yes. and in the book Armand's a kid. Yes, he's not a full grown man. But you know what? Shenanigans. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not gonna poo poo it. Fuck it. I think. I think uh, Tom Cruise killed it as Lestat. Yes. Uh, Brad Pitt, awesome as Louis. Um. Then. Uh. Then. Um. Kirsten Dunst. Dunst. Oh my God! That. Like, That's where she got her. I barely. I there. When when it comes to kids acting, kid actors, I'm. Rarely impressed. Yes. Rarely impressed. Kirsten Dunst killed it as Claudia. Oh, 100%. And there's there's only actually one other child actor. I mean, she's not even a child actor anymore, but uh, Haley Stanfield, she's another one. She was just in the Pitch Perfect movies, and she does her singing and shit now. But her, she did, uh, she was in True Grit. True Grit. With, uh, fuck, who's the- Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. And I think Matt Damon was in it too. I think so. Yeah. And her- when she was a kid, she was in that. That was like yeah. one of her starring, yeah. her starring roles. Like that impressed me. Like kid actors, it takes a lot for kid actors to, to, to impress me. And I mean, Haley Sandfield and fucking Kirsten Dunst as Claudia. I mean, Kirsten Dunst looks crazy now. She yeah, looks she like does. She's, which is weird. She's way younger than me, but she looks way older. I don't know. I guess that's what Hollywood does to you. But, oh, so AMC, probably in the next, I want to say year, year and a half, we're going to see something I'm, with the Vampire Chronicles. Good. Good. Oh, I'm so I'm, I'm, more excited. Super excited. What else you got? Uh, let's see. The CW. Again, I said it's going to be more heavily CW for you CW fans out there. The CW orders a series reboot of Kung Fu. Kung Fu? Kung Fu. Yep. David Carradine. David Carradine Kung, Kung Fu. The only difference is lead, the lead character is going to be a girl, a, a woman this time. Oh. Yeah. Shocker. All right. Go yeah. figure. Diversity. Okay. <laughs> okay. So right. it's going to be a little grasshopper, but she's going to be a female. A female grasshopper. Okay. Yes. So it's going to be the same fucking story then? Uh, the Drifter? It, I'm hoping because, <laughs> you know, adventures. I think they might make it into modern times now. Okay. You know, where yeah. it's just a bum. <laughs> Back then we called them a drifter or whatever. Nowadays, they're just called bums. Yeah. They're homeless people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's no no need to, to to polish it up. They're homeless. They got no place to live. They're just roaming. You channeling John Travolta right now? <laughs> you're gonna be a bum. That's it. <laughs> no place of residence or anything. You're just gonna be a fucking bum. It's true. But again, I'm, I mean, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm. But again, you know, a lot of reboots, dude. You know, you know my feeling on reboots, dude. I'm very skeptical of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's 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 it's. It's getting out there. Like I'm looking at, at a, like when I was going over like the new stuff and and just seeing all the different all the different. Actually, I got one big piece of news right here that it's just it's just Hollywood Hollywood in general. They have run out of ideas. They have they have 100 percent run out of ideas. Now it's just it's just ooh what worked in the past ooh ooh oh you know what let's see mm, child's play that was big in the 80s let's take that but let's make let's make a totally different movie yeah and just slap child's play on it or pet cemetery. Or, you know, anything, anything. But, all right, with that being said, 
piece of news here where I was like, mm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna totally butcher this name. Luca Guadagino, Guadagnino, Guadagnino. There it is. Luca Guadagnino. He is the one who just directed the remake of one of the worst movies that I've ever seen in my life. And I constantly poo poo it and talk shit about it. Suspiria. Oh, Suspiria. Okay. He, he, uh, he made the remake of Suspiria, yes. which I didn't think that you could make a movie worse than the original, but he did. And uh, so he's going to direct. I already know where you're going with this. A reboot of one of our favorite movies. <laughs> Fucking guy. Scarface. Fucking guy. Scarface. So Scarface is getting a reboot. Uh, Luca Gu- Gu- Guadagnino, Guadagnino is going to be doing it. He uh, is going to be working off a script from Joel and Ethan Cohen uh, that just wrote the latest version. Now, this fucking reboot has been talked about for, for years. Leonardo DiCaprio at one point was, at one point, was tied to it. It's just, it's just weird how, how it's just, again, again, this, this is one of those movies where I don't know, I don't know if it's going to benefit from a, from a, from a remake, but then again, the one with Al Pacino was a remake in itself. Yes. And it didn't make a lot of money when it first, when no, it first it became came out. a cult classic. It became a cult classic and then it became a hood classic. classic yes. And now it's just a classic. Yeah. <laughs> um, because the thing me. about it, almost all his movies are, except for the Godfather movies, because Carlito's Way, when it came out, did horribly in the theaters. It but did. it became a ghetto classic. Yeah. yeah it yeah. got fame after. Yep, 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 yep. And Al Pacino, like, he, he played a more convincing Cuban in Scarface they than did he a did a Puerto, Puerto Rican yeah. in Carlito's Way. Yeah, he did. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> what was that? What was that? Chain snatching? Chive maricones. Maricone. Maricone. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I saw them like he no self-respecting even, Hispanic would even attempt to say that shit. He didn't shit. even try. No, he didn't. <laughs> you know, at least in Scarface, like, get the basa. Like, yeah. He, he actually had like, yeah. you know, he actually had like an accent, but here he just didn't get maricone. What? <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, they, he's going to be working from a script from Joel and Ethan Cohen, who huge. I uh, love their movies. It's going to be a reimagining of the core immigrant story. And it's going to be set in Los Angeles. See, they're, 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 they're trying to, like, I don't know, man. They're modernizing it. Now, where was, where was Miami? Al Pacino was in, was in Miami. In Miami. Right? Yeah. It was okay. in the, the cocaine cowboy days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, who knows? I don't know. I don't care. You know, gonna, you know who would make a I'm good. I'm not excited about this. If, if one person that I would go watch the shit out of that movie, if they said they were doing a reboot of fucking Scarface, oh. just because I like the classic movie they make, Quentin Tarantino. If you told me Quentin Tarantino was making a remake of Scarface, I would be up in that motherfucker. Quick, you know a because you know he can get fucking a a list actors because mm-hmm. every actor wants to be in at least one Quentin Tarantino movie. Mm-hmm. So you know he's gonna get people. And he can get Al Pacino in it too because Al yes. Pacino was just in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yes, which I happened to watch in a very good movie. So good, um, so good. It's been divided though. Like a lot of people love it. But I loved it. I loved it. We get other people who were like, man, eh, that's boring. Oh, it was a slow movie, but it's a slow, you gotta like movie. It's you gotta a like movie though. It's, it's here's the thing with Quentin, with Tarantino movies. All right. You got people out there that bitch about that he's too violent. Yeah. Then you get other people out there like Spike Lee, uh, who are like, he says the N-word way too much. Which way too much. His characters say the N-word way too much. Fine. All right, stop. Yeah, that was one movie. And then, <laughs> and then here's and then no, he said <laughs> Pulp Fiction, it got thrown yeah. around, it got thrown around quite a bit. Um and other people are like, oh, it's too talky. It's too talky. It's a, it's a movie. Like, literally right there, or with the exception of, like, throwing around the N-word a bunch, but, you know, with the period pieces, you do. Um, it, it, 
That's what a movie is. Yeah. His movies are cinematic. Fucking the set pieces are top notch. The actors are fucking top notch. The acting is top notch. The dialogue is top notch. Like he he weaves a cohesive story. Mind you, he's changing. He changed the game with um with Pulp Fiction in a, a, a lateral narrative yeah. where he jumps around. Wow. That's his thing. But still, I have I have yet. Like what's the movie? To, to this day, people don't understand that the ending of Pulp Fiction is kind of the beginning. Yeah. Like, I have to explain that to people all the time. No. Like, when they, like, you, you got to understand, you got to remember, when Vincent gets killed, Samuel L. Jackson's character is not with him mm-hmm. because he's already left. He's, he's left. He's, he's gone. gone. He's gone. He's gone. And then like, people are like, a, that oh. Was a movie, that was a movie where, that was a movie where, yeah, you killed, you killed uh, Vincent Vega in the middle of the movie and he shows up again at the end of the movie. Yeah. And like, the fuck? I remember the first time I watched, I was like, all right, I'm a little confused. And then <laughs> I had to think about it. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, that. That's what that's what made fucking Quentin Tarantino like blow up. Yes, he got the Oscar for that. He got the Palme d'Or, and he got like all that shit. But you know um, what the problem is? Here's the problem, and here, here's where again, people don't go to the theaters for the art of it anymore, for the storytelling. What do they go for? They a lot more people go to just they want to see shit blown up. They want to see who's the hottest actor. Um, they don't go because again, if you're gonna bitch about a Quentin, a Quentin Tarantino movie, that means you don't like the art of movie of making a movie. You don't like art that goes behind it. Yeah. Cause he's, he's the epitome of a cinephile. Yeah. He is into, he, he, he's an encyclopedia. He is a fucking, he's a whole fucking network server worth of fucking information about movies and not only popular movies, lesser known movies or movies that nobody knows about. Yes. This dude knows about it. And just the way he uses his, his camera work. I mean, enough with the fucking foot fetish. <laughs> He's got to stop with the fucking feet. Uh, but <laughs> other than that, like, you know, the music, like, you know, he, he, he frames a lot of his scenes based on, you know, I guess he has like this huge record collection. Yeah. And that's when, when he's about to like writing a script and stuff, he'll start thinking about it. He'll start going through fucking through his records. He'll be like, oh, this song will be good for this scene. Or this song will be good for this scene. Like a lot of the soundtracks, pretty much every soundtrack for every Quentin Tarantino movie is blah. Oh, yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, but yeah, you know, you got people out there. They're like, meh, meh. I don't like it. it but that's boring. been the way with almost every single one of his movies. Sorry. For the most part. Uh, until people saw Pulp Fiction. People bitched and moaned about Pulp Fiction. Did they? Oh. I don't remember Oh. I remember people talking about that it was too violent. When it came out, a lot of my friends were like, that movie's stupid. It's crap. It's horrible. It's boring. And I, and I saw like, it. You're boring. I saw it and I'm like, this is fucking awesome. What are you guys talking it about? Was awesome. It this was movie's awesome. awesome. And I came late to the game too. I'm not going to be one of those people that'd be like, oh yeah, I was there opening weekend. <laughs> I heard about the movie. I actually ha- still have the Entertainment Weekly uh, issue with the cast of Pulp Fiction on. Really? It. Yeah, yeah. With Bruce Willis, Sam Jackson, Uma Thurman, uh, uh, John Travolta. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I, I read about it, and I was like, oh, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. And then I remember I was working when I was working at the infamous Pleasure Dome. <laughs> at the end of the night, I was talking to this one girl, and she was like, oh, I went on a date. We went and saw this fucking crazy movie. I think it was called like Pulp Something or whatever. And I'm like, Pulp Fiction? I was like, is this the one with John Travolta? And she was like, yeah. She was like, it's a, the story was weird. Like, the beginning was at the end, and the middle was in the beginning. And then I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and she's like, you got to see it. She's like, it's so good. I was like, all right. So that weekend, I went, to see it. I went and saw it. I think I saw it six times in the theater. Ooh. Because I was blown away. Like, when I first saw it, I was like, that was a good movie. And, it was just, <laughs> and I had to go see it again. Because the first time, I was a little confused. 
And then I was like, all right. And then I was thinking, I was like, all right, how's this? How's this going? And then I was a I was a fan of Reservoir Dogs already. Oh yeah. Um, which came out the year previous, I think. Mm-hmm. And it only played in one theater in Buffalo when it came out. Really? It opened in the North Park Theater in, on Hurdle Avenue, Ooh. and it only played there one time. And I never got to see it in the theater because I was like, Reservoir Dogs, what the fuck is that? And then I rented it one day and I watched it. I was like, oh my god, this thing is awesome. This movie was awesome. Uh, but yeah, with Pulp Fiction, like I six times, and it was just only because the fucking story, man. And then just trying to figure out how the story fit, like what pieces were like, like what was the real beginning and what was the ending? What was the middle? Yeah, exactly. And there's, and there's so many questions too. Like, um, like I didn't find out till when was it? Quentin Tarantino did a thing on social media. I don't know if it was on Twitter or Instagram or something. And this was a few years back and everybody's always asking him, uh, what was in the briefcase? Yeah. Like every time they opened a briefcase and then there was the, the golden light and he hasn't said anything. He still hasn't said anything yet. Like he tell he tells people, Oh, it's just, it was just a gold, a yellow light. <laughs> um, but the other one, which I never put two and two together. Let's see if you know, when Vincent Vega goes to the drug dealer's house, mm-hmm. um, not with the, not with Uber Thurman, but when he goes to buy the heroin yeah. and he's sitting and he's sitting in the bedroom and you know, he's giving him Eric Stoltz was playing the, the drug dealer. And uh, the drug dealer is telling him, oh, you could do this, you could do that, or you could do this one. This one's a madman. And, um, and he's sitting there with his money, and he's talking about how his, key, his car got keyed. Yeah. He had, it in, uh, he had it in storage. Storage. Took it out, and somebody keyed his car. I never put two and two together. But after watching the movie and reading about it, and he, like, he admitted to it, who keyed his car? It's in the movie. You can figure out. Wouldn't it have been um, key, who Bruce Willis? Yep. Yeah. After they had their interaction in the yeah, bar, yeah. Bruce Willis went outside when he left. He keyed Vincent Vega's car. car. Like, I did not know. Like, I was like, oh, because somebody was like, hey, was he goes, Butch was the one that keyed Vincent Vega's car, right? And he was like, yep, nobody's been able to get that. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, it's still, like, even like to this day, there's still little things. Yeah. Like, another, another big theory about it, um, about uh, how are we talking about Pulp Fiction, uh, is uh, we talk, uh, Ving Rhames character because that was yes. that, that was that was the movie that blew him up. Oh yeah. Um, how you never really saw his face till the sequence with him and Butch and yep. the Gimp and all that other shit. But before that, you only saw him from the back, and you saw how he had a a, a band aid yeah. on the back of his neck. So the real reason he had the band aid is because uh, um, Ving Rhames has a bunch of keloids like all over his body, like he has all these all the scarification. Yeah. Uh, I don't know from what, but he has a big one on the back of his neck. So when they shot him, they just put the band aid uh, there. One of the one of the theories about Pulp Fiction is, and this is a crazy theory, but if you get the DVD, I noticed it on the DVD, is that what was in the briefcase was uh um what's his what was his name? Marcellus. Marcellus, Marcellus. Wallace's. What was in the briefcase was Marcellus Wallace's soul that he went and sent. Vincent Vega and what was Sam Jackson's character's name? I keep forgetting. Oh my god! All I remember is uh, all I remember Path is of the righteous man. My name is my name is Pitt. You're asking talking your way out of this shit. shit. Yeah, <laughs> but um, uh, Marcellus sent him Vincent Vega and uh, and 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 Sam Jackson's character to get the briefcase because it was his soul. And supposedly, what what it is is that the devil or somebody ended up taking Marcellus Wallace's soul out of the back of his neck and that's why he had a band-aid on the back of his neck and if you freeze frame it 
uh, the scene where they're, which was the, the, the beginning of the movie where they go to the fucking the kids, yeah. the, 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 the kids place and, and they shoot him up. Uh, Look at the when, pants on bread. Yeah. When, uh, when, when Vincent Vegas character is putting in the combination, the combination is six, six, six. six, six. six. So it's kind of, it's, it, it's kind of cool. Yeah. But again, Quentin Tarantino hasn't admitted to any of that. Yeah, but it's like cool, like little guy conspiracy theories, like little things like that. Like you see in the movie, you're like, oh, oh, oh. I, I love reading those. There's one conspiracy theory on a movie. It's not a part of. I'll say it at the end of when we're done with our news. Um, just remind me mm-hmm. of an old movie that somebody put a theory to that kind of fucking blew my head. I was like, I never watched this movie in that frame of mind, but I have to now. Let's get back to the news and then okay, we'll talk about okay. it. So, all right, so, so real quick, because I, I seem to be going on all these, like, weird, like, tangents. So, uh, yeah, we are, we're going to have a Scarface reboot, maybe, definitely coming. But right now, it looks like Luca Guadagnino, Guadagnino is uh, developing right now a Lord of the Flies remake for Warner Brothers. Mm. Well, Lord of the Flies has been made, like, three or four times. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's based on a book. I love the story. I've read the book a couple of times when I was in grade school. Uh, but... Uh, it just goes back to what I was saying before. Remakes. Reboots. Like, they have nothing. Fuck, man. The 80s and the 90s took all the ideas, man. <sighs> Left nothing for this generation. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just, it's just, you know, 60s and 70s, 50s, 60s and 70s. Like, it was all pretty much all, all, all creative stuff. It's yeah. all unique stuff, you know, um, unique stories, unique, uh, whatever. But. Man, why is it why is it that we can't come up with something? I mean, I don't know. And and I feel like I'm like like I'm I'm an old man again and just back in my day, but and I keep and we it seems like we keep going back to the same fucking subject. It's just because it's, it's not a only, recurring, it's, not it's a only, recurring. It's not only Hollywood's fault though for 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 doing that. Um, but it's also your guys' fault. It's also, you know, you guys that that if something brand new comes out or, or something, something that you know nothing about that looks, it's unique and it's like nothing you've ever seen before. You guys will be like, oh, I don't know what that's about. I'm not, I'm not going to go see that. I'm not going to go see that. Perfect, like, perfect example, Brightburn. And I will always use that as an example because that movie was awesome. Mind you, it was a, it was a different tell on the whole Superman story. Yeah. It was like a what if story. But the movie itself was good. It was good. It was good. It was good. You know what? And, and it's one of those movies that when I first saw it, I think I told you I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. Yeah. Um, but I've seen it a few times since now. Mm-hmm. It's growing on me. Yeah. It's growing on me. I really like it. And I also, and, and now even more now, I lament that fucking, that end credit, the end credit sequence with Michael Rooker and, yeah. and all the, the Dark Justice was, League. Yes. Yeah. And it also had a, 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 oh my God, what was the name? Oh, that movie with Rain Wilson where he played that superhero. Where he was dressed all in red, <laughs> and he he would beat people up with a fucking wrench. Oh, um, Ellen Page, super. super, super, super. That's the name. Yeah, Jesus Christ, I just said superhero. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm getting old. Uh, but but yeah, like that. It kind of makes me lament. I'm like, oh man, it could have been. They could have made it into a series of movies. Yeah, and now it's not going to because it's not. It didn't make any money. But it's just like there's a movie coming out now. Like right now. The only, the only, the only successful director, creator, movie maker that's coming out with, with unique shit and is not making remakes or, or, or regurgitating, uh, other people's properties with the exception of the Batman trilogy, Christopher Nolan. Oh yeah. Okay. 
every single one of Christopher Nolan's movies, with the exception of the Batman mm, trilogy, yeah. are unique movies. Yes. Movies that nobody's seen, stories that nobody's heard, like brand new ideas. And he's an awesome fucking director and a writer, him and his brother, uh, together. Uh, like, I'm super excited. I know nothing about what this movie is, and I'm super excited to see it. Um, have you seen the preview yet for Tenet? I haven't seen it. Woo! I couldn't even tell you what the movie's about. I gotta look, I gotta look it I up I couldn't now. even tell you what the movie's about. It's got the fucking dude who I didn't even know is uh, Denzel Washington's son. Yeah, the guy from the guy uh, Black Clansman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know How did Denzel you not Washington. know that's not Denzel Washington's son? What the fuck? He doesn't look like Denzel. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Yes, he no, does. No, he doesn't. All I know is that he could do a really good white guy voice. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And I guess he was on, he was on Ballers. He's on Ballers too, yeah. So, I didn't know that was fucking Denzel Washington's fucking son at all. I knew it was Denzel before I started I mean, watching I forgot, Ballers. I don't know if his name, I was going to say Isaiah Washington. No, that's a basketball player. Right? Yes. Um, no, it's, it's no, something, yes. it's something, something, no. fuck. You know what? I'm sorry, guys. I'm just going to take a minute here because I got to, I got to, I don't want to fuck up this dude's you, name. I know, his, I know his last name is fucking Washington because, you know, he, he, he has to, he has to know the name of every actor in every movie. Uh, yes, because that's how I roll. Why isn't he on here? Black man's in the there back. There it is. John David Washington. See, black man's in the back. Which is weird. He's like fucking fifth or sixth build on IMDb. And all the white people are in front of him. But he's like the star of the, of the trailer. But again, Robert Panson's in it. But he, uh, but Michael Caine's in it. Like a lot of the usual suspects that are in uh, Christopher Nolan's movies. But he's I, black. <laughs> so he's going to be in the back. If you see the, the trailer, though, <laughs> they put his name front and center. <laughs> and then the name of the movie. They don't even say Robert Panson, Michael Caine, any of the other people that are in this movie. This movie looks, I, I couldn't tell you what the movie's about. I don't know. You just know you want to see All it. All I know is I want to see it because it looks cool <laughs> as fuck. It has it. some shit with, I think, time travel or he's a secret agent and they travel back in time to stop things, incidents, or to cause incidents. Or I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but you want to watch I it. I don't know, but I want to watch it. You know why? Because it's giving, it gave me the same, the same feeling uh, that inception did okay. when i first saw inception the trailer for inception, inception where i was like this is fucking crazy i want to see this and then i watched inception and i was like this the whole, whole movie and after i watched inception i was like this is a movie that you need to pay attention yes to watch the whole thing you cannot just sit there and be like oh i'm gonna go take a leak or i'm gonna go get some more popcorn or <sighs> refill nope stay there because if you fucking leave and you miss even two or three minutes you're lost <laughs> you're lost Plus, it was the big debut of Tom Hardy. Yes. Like, after seeing that, I was like, I love this guy. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know who he is. But, but I love him. I love this guy. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, that's all the news. Nope, that's not all the news that I got. Oh, but yeah. I, that's just, that's just, uh, remakes, reboots. That's it, man. Stop it. Stop it. Guys, just whenever something new comes out, give it a chance. Support give it, it. Give it a taste. Give it a little... Mm, I mean, they're still going to Hollywood. It looks like Hollywood's going to keep churning out reboots and remakes or whatever. I wouldn't be surprised if five years down the line, we get a reboot remake of Fast and the Furious. Oh, fuck the yeah. The first one. Yes. <laughs> With a whole new cast and a whole, this time it'll be planes instead of cars. <laughs> I don't know. Or boats. I don't know. But they're going to, they're going to do something. Um, I, 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 I've been going like when I, when I go to, when I go to look up the news, I go to like different sites. Uh, like I do like Dread Central, Bloody Disgusting, uh, comicbook.com, Screen Rant, like stuff like that. I was reading an article on Screen Rant where I didn't know this, but I guess back in 2001, there was supposed to be a Batman v Superman movie. I didn't know that either. That was in development. 
It was in development and it was going to be directed by Wolfgang, Pe- Wolfgang Peterson. Wolfgang Peterson is the guy who directed Troy. Yeah. And he directed a bunch of other movies. <clears throat> but um, I like when I read this, I was like, oh, but I guess <laughs> they 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 ended up casting Colin Farrell and Jude Law in the movie. Colin Farrell was going to be Batman. And Jude Law was going to be Superman. That would have been a crazy movie. I don't know how. I don't know how. Like, I love Jude Law. I think Jude Law is one of the most versatile actor, actors out there. This dude literally is in everything. And he's handsome as fuck. <laughs> he's a very handsome dude. I'll say that. So it's Colin Farrell, but, you know, Colin Farrell's got that bad boy thing yeah. for him. But I, I don't know. And it's pretty funny that Colin Farrell was going to be Batman back in 2001, and now he's going to play the Penguin yeah. in The Batman with, uh, with, with Robert Pattinson, who... Okay, I'm going to go on a little thing here. Uh, one of our buddies, Joe, sent me this meme about Robert Pattinson, where Robert Pattinson, I guess, stopped training. He's getting a lot of, a lot of uh, flack on social media right now. And he's not training because during this whole shutdown, he's not training. Keeping up with his workouts yes. to stay nice and bulky and in Batman shape, he was like, meh. And, and that's the problem. And you know what it is with people? It's like, and I understand where they're coming from because I read an article <clears throat> of why people are giving him so much shit. It's not because he's not working out. It's not because people don't want to see him play Batman. It's because he's not respecting the source material or every other actor who's come before him to take this material up. Mm-hmm. Okay. By you not continuing your workouts or not trying to stay in shape for when you start filming again, you're pretty much saying you don't really give a shit. You don't care about the mythology or, or of this character. Yeah. What he, what, he, what he said, it was something along the lines of, uh, yeah, I'm not working out right now. Uh, I think that, that working out or getting in, in, in fantastic shape uh, sets a bad precedent for celebrities, uh, for the public, for the general public, and, you know, the way people look. And he was like, not all great actors were in shape, like in the 70s. He was like, uh, uh, James Dean wasn't in shape, and he was, a, he was an icon. Motherfucker, did you just compare yourself to fucking James Dean? <laughs> yeah, First yeah. off, I'm not one of those James Dean fans. Yeah. I think James Dean was a very overrated actor. Yes. Like, you know, uh, Giant and Rebel Without a Cause and that shit. Like, I'm not, you know what? Well, I those, watched those movies. Those were innocent times. Like, those were innocent uh, times. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, the whole James Dean thing, I think I think he's very overrated. But uh, he seems like an icon. He, he's considered an icon yeah. amongst, amongst older folks. Uh, not so much newer folks because with the new kids nowadays, you, <laughs> you say James Dean, they're like, who? <laughs> like, it's getting they're, to the point where you say Marilyn Monroe, and they're like, who? They're into Takashi 6 9 nowadays. I don't even want to talk about that idiot. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess, um, you know, he's doing that shit, and, you know, he's just pissing a lot of people off. It's not going to stop me from going to see the Batman anyways. I'm not a big Robert Patton, Pattinson fan, although he did, he was, he was, he was bringing me to him. He was bringing me to him with his last couple of roles in his last few movies. Yeah. You know, he even looks like he's going to be pretty cool in Tenet, but Bonyo Mang, you know, you're getting paid he's millions one of, the, of dollars but to play an iconic fucking character. But the problem That's is our character. We own Batman. He's one of those, he's one of those actors that he took the role, but he said in other interviews that he sees superhero roles as beneath an actor. So you took the role of one of the most iconic. I'm sorry, but Batman is right up there with Superman. Yeah. If you go, the Holy Trinity, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. You go anywhere in the world, 
And it's true what Kevin said. There are two things that people are going to recognize, the cross and the Superman symbol. Yep. But behind that yep. is going to be the Batman symbol. Yep. Everybody's going to recognize that. Yep. Okay. The cross, like Jesus? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> holy shit. You got religious. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, what superhero has a cross? <laughs> 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 yeah, be thinking for a second. I'm like, huh, the cross? crossbones? God that's a damn. totally different character. Way to, way to bring some religion in this shit. But I said that's what Kevin Smith said that you know Superman is such an iconic character yeah. that you know, and You're Batman right. is right there. You're right. You're right. The Superman, the Superman emblem, the bat, the Batman uh, uh, logo, and, and, and yeah, I guess the cross too. Yeah, those yeah. are all recognizable around the world. Yes, anywhere you go. If the aliens that have been confirmed that there are aliens out there. Even they, I'm sure, recognize Batman, Superman, mm. and the cross. And Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesucristo. Jesucristo. But <laughs> Papa Dios. Papa Dios. But, uh, but I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah. The fact, the fact that, 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 that Robert Pattinson is so disrespectful. That's the, that's what's going to. About Batman. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's not, and it's mm, disrespectful. And it's not, uh, Maybe maybe it's me because, you know, I've dabbled in acting mm-hmm. uh, here and there. And, you know, some might say I'm even acting right now. But I'm being an attention whore. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's just, I don't, I don't think, like, there, there's some people out there, like, the, the thing that gets me are, are these, these snobs. <laughs> Holy shit, for lack goes, of a better it word. It goes back to that. It goes, it goes back to that. These snobs, these, these actors, these thespians. Like for me, I think acting is acting is acting just like anything else. Are some people a little more skilled at it than others? Yes. But don't think just because you can cry on cue. And I can't. That you have a right to thumb your nose at me and look down on me and be like, you're beneath me. Or even if you're given a role or if you're offered a role for something, you go. <laughs> exactly. That's beneath me. Get the and fuck the, out the of here. The one thing that people don't understand, I'm sorry, but you have to be a good actor to portray a superhero. For one thing that people keep forgetting about, behind every superhero story, there is some tragic event that has caused them to go that path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So you have to be able to capture that pain, that yeah. sense of torture, yeah. especially with Batman. It's, make, it's making everything relatable. It's making everything relatable to you. That's, 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 that's the, that's, I think I, 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 that's the one point of a really good actor is somebody that takes a role and makes it relatable to the film goer. Yes. To, to, to the person that's watching you perform the person that takes a role. They could be shit. They can take what I got written down here, just the news and make it so compelling that I'll be like. <laughs> Tear, tear, like because because they find a way to elicit that emotion from you to 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 make it relatable mm-hmm. to touch that nerve where you're like, God damn, that, that's a good fucking actor. It's a, that's a good dude. Yeah, fucking, man, I love that movie. The movie was shit, but man, his performance. <laughs> oh, I'm buying that movie. I'm watching that movie 100%. because of him, because of that. But but but, and and that's not because. You have to respect the material, though. You have to respect the material. That, like that, that, it's all that elitist fucking snobby shit. I'm not, I'm not for it. I'm not for it. That's like me, you and me here, we're doing a podcast. Somebody comes out 
with a podcast a little more bare bones than this. I mean, yeah, we got the green screen going and we got the, the t-shirts and, and, and the personalities Yeah, and somebody does a lesser podcast and us going, Hmm, see that? Yeah. You see that piece of shit? You see that? You see that? The, the nerds that, that lift weights. <laughs> <laughs> We're better than that. No, motherfucker. Just, you know, they're taking a shot. They're doing their thing. Yeah. They're, fuck they're, it. They're they're We are, are we more skilled at it? Than they are, yes, right now. No. Only because we've been doing it longer. longer. Okay, there's uh, there's there's a thing called honing your craft. Yes. All right, and learning, and 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 getting better. And, and all you know, art. we've had trial and errors going out, going through this show. Go to our first episode. <laughs> all right. Actually, you can't go to our first episode, our first audio episode, our the first Podbean, audio, Podbean yeah. days. But actually, you know what? Just go to our first video episode that's on YouTube on the Beef Master Network channel. <laughs> um. And check it out. And it's it's been trial and error. It's 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 working. But I think that our fans or or people in general would appreciate that because they see how we're growing, growing exactly, and how we're getting better, and they're growing and with how, us. Yes, and they're growing with us. And and you know, they, we've gotten we've gotten people going, hey, I really like that, or hey, you've been a little bit of an asshole with that <laughs> comment, or you know, whatever. But it is it's 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 trial and error. So I don't like I don't like I don't like that whole elitist fucking snob mentality no. that people have. It's just, if you think that fucking superhero movies are beneath you, then why the fuck did you take the fucking role? Why the fuck did you bother the director and were like, hey, I want to be Batman. Hey, I want to be Batman. Hey, I want to be Batman. Hey, you're making a Batman movie? I heard you're making a Batman movie. Ben Affleck is out. I want to be Batman. I've always wanted to be Batman since I was a little kid. You're Batman. Oh, really? I don't like superhero <laughs> movies. Fucking, that's beneath me. I am an actor. Exactly. I am a thespian. To me... <laughs> or not to be that is the question yeah no no see you see that that's yes. kind of that's kind of contradictory that makes you a hypocrite i hate hypocrites and that's one thing that's getting me out of the home. people shit all over all the comic book movies and this genre that's been coming up and how a lot of people and again i'm sorry but people like martin scorsese they have the right to their opinion they've been at it for a long time and martin martin scorsese makes a fucking awesome movie no matter what he does yeah but Nah, he's had he's had a couple of, he's got a he's had a couple of base hits. Yes, not 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 not, not home, home runs, runs, but he's been on base. He has. He has. Okay, for people he's like skin in the game. For people who, who who a have never made a fucking movie, have never acted, have never taken an acting class, never even been to a drama class. Okay, to say that acting in a comic book movie is not acting, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Okay. Shut up. Because again, tell me one comic book character that doesn't have some form of tragedy behind that story. Yes. And yes. every actor has captured it. And here's the thing. And, 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 and I have, it's a little bit, it's a little bit of an issue. And I love this guy, my Eskimo brother, Idris Elba. <laughs> All right. He said something not too long ago, a couple of years back that kind of, I was like, Oh, all right. I don't, I don't know if I like you as much anymore. He obviously he played uh, Heimdall in, yes. uh, in the Thor, Thor movies. movies and you know, uh, Avengers and stuff. So he came from the bottom. Like he, 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 you know, he's been honing this craft for years. Yes. He was, you know, he was in, in, in England, you know, he did that crappy fucking vampire show called fucking ultraviolet. Uh, you know, he, he, he auditioned for Oz. Then he made his bones, got on the wire, played Stringer Bell. And then from there, and he flew, yeah. now he's up there. I, he hasn't got an Academy Award yet, but I don't even think he's been nominated yet. But he's been making more prestigious pictures. Yes, yes. You know, uh, I think, didn't he play Nelson Mandela in, in a movie for Netflix? He might have. 
I think so. And he, and he, he, he played other stuff, but then, you know, he, 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 he gets a right now he's towing the line. Okay. He's one of those actors that he's get he's getting that fucking notoriety and he's getting that stardom. So he's making his little passion projects that he wants to make. And then he's also making the big budget movies. He's making like the Thor movies, the fast and the furious or, or Hobbs and Shaw, yeah, yep. you know, and stuff like that. But he's in suicide squad. Too. I get, he's in suicide squad. That's right. Um, why I got so excited about that. Uh, but, the one time, I guess, when he went back to work on the Marvel movie, he poo-pooed fucking working on a Marvel movie. Like, I guess one time he was working behind a green screen and uh, or in front of a green screen and he was up on wires and shit and he was quoted as thinking, he goes, he goes I'm up on this fucking, on, the, on these high-flying wires, he goes, in front of a green screen, acting, he goes, and all I could think was, I just fucking played Nelson Mandela two weeks ago and look at what I'm doing right now. Everything, really? every, everything has its level of importance to to your to your targeted audience. If you have if you have that if you if you have that much contempt for 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 comic book movies or or, or lighthearted movies or or shit like that, stand by your guns and don't fucking do them. Then don't do it exactly. Don't do them. Don't do them. Don't do them. Oh, but it's a paycheck. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but don't do them. Don't do be a man of your word. If you yep. don't like it and you're gonna poo poo it. Don't yep. fucking do it. Yep, 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 yep. Like we all wish yep. John Cena wouldn't do movies. Yep. I wish he hated Stick movies. Stick by your guns and be a Peter Vulo. Disney? Be like, I don't like Disney. I hate <laughs> Disney. Disney should burn and die on top of the cruise line industry and everything else oh, God. <laughs> on Earth. Pepsi, Pepsi too. <laughs> Pepsi and Coke. From now on, RC Cola for everybody. Damn. I love RC Cola. That's some old school shit. That right is there. my, but that is my favorite one. I went to the movie when we went to because movies. back in that's all we could afford back in the day. Listen, man, I RC loved Cola. RC Cola. Okay, like so much so. Of course, I couldn't find it. I, I mean, it was Coke and Pepsi. Yeah, Coke and Pepsi's got it locked down. Right yeah, now. they do. And I remember one day we were we were going to the movies, and I'm sitting there, and I was talking about RC Cola, because they changed the the Regal the Regal Cinemas changed from Coke to Pepsi. Yeah, like literally overnight, and. I remember I'm sitting there and I started talking about RC Cola and there was a couple of people in front of us in line. This dude was with his girlfriend, turns around. He goes, you talking about Royal, Royal Crown Cola? I was like, RC Cola, baby. He goes, that's just the best. <laughs> Hell yeah. He looked at his girl. He goes, you don't know nothing about no RC Cola. No. And I was like, nope. And I don't know why, but still went from when I was a kid to now. I still think RC Cola is the best tasting. Because it's what we had out of, out, of, out of Coke and Pepsi. It's what we had, man. I'm a Pepsi guy. Yeah. I'll drink Coke if it's there. But if you give me a case of RC, fuck Coke and Pepsi. Yeah. Fuck Coke and Pepsi. Wow, we go. I, I, fuck, I go into all different yeah. fucking. All different, all different all venues. Different. We went from fucking from cancel culture to RC Cola. What? I challenge you guys to find another TV program or a podcast or anything. That is so immersed in so many different subjects and segues into the different subjects seamlessly. Like we do. Like we do. Because we're attention whores. <laughs> no, you're actually the attention whore. I'm the attention whore. attention whore. I'm the attention whore. Yes, you are. Me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got anything else? No, nah, that's it for news, man. All right. Well, that's it. Oh, I was going to say, oh, so, uh, you know, a little circle back a little more. I guess uh, the plot of the Batman v Superman movie that Wolfgang Peterson was going to do was the plot was it, the movie was going to start at Alfred's funeral. So I guess Alfred was going to be dead. Oh, God. And Bruce falls in love with somebody, with some chick. 
they get married, and then at the end of the day, the Joker ends up killing Bruce's wife, and, and Bruce goes crazy. I, it doesn't mention ba- it doesn't mention Superman in this at all. But I guess wife gets murdered by the Joker. Then we found out. Then we find out later on in the movie that the Joker was the one who constructed all of it. Alfred dying, uh, the wife falling in love with with Bruce, mm. getting married, and then killing her. All because he wanted to fucking decimate Batman emotionally and, and just tear him down. Oh, and then somehow Superman gets involved. So, I, you know, I, I don't know if... Uh, I don't know how that movie would have... I don't know how that movie would have done. But yeah. I guess because they fast-tracked Troy, they shelved that and they just... Mm. Plans for that fell through. Okay. So that's it. All right. Well, that's all that I got. That's all that he got. Um, all right. We've mm. been running at this for close to two hours. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, again, we've, we've thrown a couple points out at you guys. Get it. Correspond with us, man. Let us know. We're lonely. <laughs> we're lonely. Talk to us. I want to see some ding, Talk ding, to us. ding, yeah, on my ding, phone. Ding, ding, man. Come on. Come on. We're both, we both manage the account. So let's do it. Standards and practices. The only thing he manages is this. Exactly. Right here. Right here. Right here. <laughs> the <Standard>. censorship. The censorship. <laughs> do you want to throw your picture up there? <laughs> Standards and practices. So. People could put a face to yeah, right there. the department. Right here. Right here. Right here. Right there. If you want to know what he looks like, actually, go on the Beefmaster Network channel on YouTube and check out episodes of Terror 51. Terror 51, we got myself, we got Horror Delilah, and we got producer Pat, also Who known as Standards, Standards and, and Practices. Practice. And then you get to see what he looks like. He actually, he, he, he does the podcast from his room his apartment his office he's got some cool shit around some cool lighting he's got a cool headset he's got a fucking luke skywalker helmet uh x-wing fighter helmet behind him it's cool so if he doesn't put his face here and if he does another joke and puts my face here again (laughs) i don't know what to tell you (laughs) all right guys so that was it that's all we got thank you for listening thank you for watching thank you for being here thank you for being a friend thank you for being a friend I'm not even going to sing the rest. <laughs> all right, guys, if you're going to reach out to us again, like I said, oh, 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 God damn. Earlier on the show, you can reach us at geeksatlift at gmail.com. You can also reach us on any platform. You can listen to us on any platform. You can watch us on YouTube at the YouTube. Oh, yes. At the YouTube, the Beef Master Network channel. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Hit that fucking bell every time you hear it. Ding. Yeah. Just like that. Not like yeah. his turkey dying. I like the dying turkey. And go on our social media platforms. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're active on Twitter. We're active on Instagram. Not so active on Facebook. On Facebook, you actually get to see this. Yeah. Uh, what's going on every once in a while. I'm trying to get better at it. Stop it. It's a work in progress. <laughs> but that's it. That's all we got. Until next week, we are the Geeks That Lift. I am Coco Nut, followed by... The Freakin' Reekin'. All right, guys, we'll talk Peace. to you soon. You know what I didn't notice? I noticed that last episode, or, or two episodes ago, there was a end credit. No, really? Yeah, it was me deep-throwing. Oh, God, okay, I gotta watch. I gotta... Mic. Stop. Stop showing that stuff, standards and practices. Yeah, you need to stop it. God damn it. That shit you won't censor, but we say...